Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. This is what's happening right now. The media and the Democrats are working hand in hand. The media is now trying to save the Democratic Party from the inevitability of the midterms. Gas is not coming down anytime soon. Inflation is not coming down anytime soon. Maybe if they lift the import restrictions that they imposed in the first place, maybe the baby formula thing, which is obviously important, it's not just a thing, I don't mean to downplay it, I have three kids, I can only imagine what some parents are going through. Maybe they can get that one solved. Maybe. As parents are resorting to all sorts of extraordinary measures like, you know, it's like here we are decriminalizing drugs. Fentanyl is flowing across the border. I mean, pr- pretty soon you're going to have guys standing on corners. Yo, man, Similac. Yo, yo, yo. I got Similac, Similac, Infamil. Yo, man. You can get fentanyl in America faster than you can get baby formula. Write that one down, tweet it out, use it when you'd argue with your friends. Uh, Biden's actually, yeah, yeah, you know what? You can get fentanyl before you can get baby formula. That's the truth. And the media trying to pretend the Democrats are never responsible for the things that they do, for the policies they put in place. It's everybody else. It's, oh, but Trump was listening to a drunk Rudy Giuliani and... I see this media machine churning out narrative after narrative after narrative. Now Sidney Powell's trending and it's Rudy Giuliani and Ivanka Trump. Remember, for the entire Trump presidency, nobody ever was accused of a big lie for saying, well, he didn't rush it, it really helped, but he won on his own. Hillary Clinton didn't actually accept the outcome. For four years, she said he was an illegitimate president, and so did the Democrats. They impeached him twice. What they couldn't do with the illegal, unconstitutional surveillance at the hands of the FBI, they tried to do in the halls of Congress. Don't talk to me about these narratives. Until you have proof of a crime, I don't really, I'm I'm probably not going to spend much time on the January 6th commission today. Because until they come up with evidence of a crime, really, this is just the Liz Cheney show. Maybe if we're lucky, there'll be a Liz Cheney swimsuit calendar when this is all over. I don't know. Man, we're not even talking about the Cheneys. No more Halliburton, no more War for Oil, no more pictures of Dick Cheney and Don Rumsfeld. With nefarious foreign leaders, well, it's fun. it's kind of amazing how that worked. Now, now all of a sudden, it, as long as you are not Trump, Trump should Trump should not be calling his uh, social media. It should be called Phoenix, because everything could rise from the ashes as long is it's like if if you sinned in the past, all you have to do doesn't matter what you did. You can be on death row as long as you say I hate Trump. You will everything will be forgiven. Look, look how in love the Democrats are with George W. Bush. They love him. They love George W. Bush. They even loved, they've even found a way to love Dick Cheney. Anyone who is on the other side of Trump is, is now, that's their coalition. They love anyone who hates Trump. 
It doesn't matter what you did in the past. Doesn't matter. In the reverse, you have a guy like Elon Musk who was producing the cars the Democrats said must be produced to save us from so-called climate change. They've told you time and time again, go out and buy a a plug-in vehicle. Go out and get one. The minute Elon Musk said, you know what? I might take over this Twitter thing and let Donald Trump back on. Oh, God, start investigating him. Start investigating him. And now they're drudging up stories on him from 15 years ago. They have nothing to run on. If the Democrats think for the next four months, five months, the public, the average American person is going to be as fixated on January 6th as they are in D.C., you're out of your mind. Not to mention, shut down D.C. is threatening all sorts of blockades. They're threatening to shut down the Supreme Court. No one's calling it an insurrection. Nobody wants for reproductive freedom. One point before I forget to make it. This this thing with uh, the one time I went to the White House. One time, me and David Webb went together. On the way out, actually Liz Cheney was standing there when we walked out the door. Liz Cheney and uh, Dan Crenshaw. But Ivanka was coming down the hall. Mary Walter had some pretty flowery compliments for her for her outfit and her shoes. But she stopped to say hello in passing. It wasn't like she was like, oh, what's your name? You know, what do you do? She just said hello and looked like she was floating, actually. But now the media, and they tried this, if you remember, with Tiffany Trump. Oh, he doesn't want to be seen with his daughter because she's overweight. First of all, who thinks she's overweight? But they tried very hard, tried very hard to separate Donald Trump from his daughter, Tiffany. And now they're doing it with Ivanka. They're like, well, uh, Ivanka accepted what Bill Barr... Let me tell you something. Accepting something in the form of, like, let's say, accepting your fate, right? Like, if you lose your job and you don't think you deserve to lose your job, accepting the fact that you don't have the job anymore, that you won't have the job, doesn't mean you've signed on to the reason why you don't have the job. It just means that you no longer... You are no longer resisting any attempt to fire you. Because you accept something, accepting something almost sounds like resistance is futile. That doesn't mean, because Ivanka Trump said, I accept what Bill Barr said, doesn't mean, you know, given his reputation, his standing in the government at the time, doesn't mean that she doesn't believe. Now, I don't know. Maybe she does. But the media is acting like, oh, well, now there's, now Donald Trump's going to distance himself from Ivanka. And Ivanka is, is calling her father crazy. No. Saying, all right, I accept what you have to say. You're the attorney general. You're a reputable, you have a reputation. Uh, as a straight shooter, I, I accept what, you, what, what you're saying here. Does everything you accept mean that you agree with having to accept it? Or does it mean like, okay, that's what it is, what it is. The attorney general says he doesn't see any fraud there. The attorney general doesn't see fraud. I I accept what he's saying. I won't go any further with this. The idiocy of some of these people that are acting like accepting something. 
I accept lots of things. Meaning I accept them in reality. I don't always agree with them, but I, I accept them. Because you accept something doesn't mean you are reasoning with it. Squaring it, you're just, all right, it is what it is. I guess we have to move on. But so far, the, the Democrats and Cheney and Kinzinger have not presented evidence of a crime. They keep talking about conversations people had, statements that Trump made to others, to his inner circle. None of these violate any laws that I know of. If that was the case, every single Democrat that ever whispered that Russia stole the election, that Russia got Trump elected, that Trump was an illegitimate president, should all be behind bars then, if that's a crime. People say all sorts of things. Wasn't it Hillary that told us that it was acceptable to have a public and private opinion? But now we're getting, and we're getting a lot of this, I guess, inside. This insider information without a lot of context. It's like when you hear, or Mark Esper, Trump, Trump mused about maybe shooting people as they came across the border. Did he actually order that? Or was that a discussion like, hey, what do we do if people are armed and they come across the border? Does the Border Patrol shoot at them? What's going on here? And this other, this other thing, I didn't pull any of the clips. Um, I, I didn't pull any, any clips of it this weekend. Um, I do have the representative Jamal Bowman clip saying that, you know, white nationalists are going to launch a civil war. But flipping the channels... During some of the Sunday morning talk shows, Inside Politics with Abby Phillip on CNN was one of them. And there were guests on the panel that were just so very forgettable. Like I said, I didn't even bother. But the general theme on MSNBC and CNN and some of the other Sunday morning shows was, and I actually did watch, uh, I forgot the guy's name on C-SPAN, him taking calls. That was pretty interesting. My wife's like, why don't you call in? I'm like, no. They kept saying, we were this close to losing our democracy. Like, this close. I want someone to define that for me. We were this close to losing our democracy. What does that even mean? Are you suppo- Are we supposed to believe that if, and I've said this earlier, and I'm not trying to be satirical when I say it, that if a group of Proud Boys actually grabbed whatever boxes contained the electoral votes and ran out of the building, they'd be like, ha, 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 we're the government now. Do they really believe the Secretary of Education would be calling them Monday morning and go, okay, you guys are in charge. What's our new plan? No. The idea that Donald Trump violated the law by having a question about the outcome of the election, especially given some of the court cases in the states, that changed election law, that violate Article 2 of the Constitution. It is not illegal. Actually, it is demanded by the Constitution. Why do you think we have checks and balances? The Democrats continue to litigate 2016 all the way up to 2020. But once Biden declared victory, they said, that's it. Elections have been, it's been run perfectly. Four years earlier, the Russians ran our election for us, apparently for the first time ever. They apparently sat out 2004, 
and 2008 and 2012 and uh, all of the midterms. Apparently, the Russians have never intervened in our elections until 2016. Until 2016. And then they gave up on it right after. So as soon as the Democrats went back into power in 2018, they're like, oh, perfectly run election. 2020, perfectly run election. Judges issuing rulings, changing the composition of ballots, changing the deadlines for the election, how ballots would be collected, who would collect them. None of these, none of these are called for in the Constitution. None of them. And yet there they were. There they were. The Constitution makes it clear. There is only one body. Well, there's 50 of them. There's only one body that is allowed to determine how the electors are chosen, and that is the state legislative body. When you name something in the Constitution, the legislatures thereof, that makes no provision or gray areas for the courts to step in and make rulings. The only way to choose electors in the states is through legislation, not not executive orders, not uh, executive branch regulations or court cases. The only way to choose the electors is to be prescribed by the legislative bodies in the states. That's it. These people that are jumping up and down about the Constitution, the Constitution. I like Slime Turd to explain how when it says each state shall appoint in such manner as the legislature thereof may direct a number of electors equal to the whole number of senators and representatives to which the state may be entitled to in the Congress. Where does that leave room for Mark Elias and Stacey Abrams' sister? You tell me. I don't see any provision that says if there's a, a virus or a pandemic or anything else, the only provision we have for choosing electors is from legislation that comes from the legislative body and the legislative body alone. So what do you mean, how dare we have questions about 2020? When a man who never left his basement seemed to get more votes than the one and only Barack Obama. How dare you? We'll see how they feel about political violence. And we're going to talk about this Pride Festival in Idaho. Now, if the police... If the police made arrests based on evidence, I mean, we're getting two stories here. One, a concerned citizen. The other, an officer's on camera saying that they had informants. But why is it they don't treat Antifa the same way? If they show up with shields and batons, wearing like clothing, a uniform, they tear through the streets of the major metropolitan cities beating whoever the hell they want. But they got these, what, Patriot Front guys in Idaho? Fine, if they committed crimes, that's one thing. But now we're not, are we going to move into just arresting people because we don't like who they are? We're right, they're wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot.
You can join me live on the Wilcow Majority Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West on Sirius XM Patriot Channel 125.